Okay, and we're live. So here we are again with our sutta study. Hopefully you can all hear us. Um, so in a couple of minutes we'll be starting the study of the Arya Pariyasana Sutta. Jimunikaya number 26. Again, the way that we study is to start by reading the Pali, chanting the Pali, and then we will read the English and discuss it. Um, and I think we're too late to turn yeah, the question and answer features off because I've got to turn it on. But um, that's fine. So we won't take questions and answers. We need to look at the comments if we have time. Right. So if you're if you're watching this canned, if you're watching this after the fact, you might want to just skip ahead to the actual sutta study part. You can just skip the chanting. Or if you like listening to the chanting, you can chant along. We're going to put it up on screen here. So I guess without any further ado, I'll put it up on screen and you can there. You can follow along. Huh. Mm, okay, I can turn that off. Ready to start. Namo Tassa Bhagavato Arahato Samma Sambuddhasa Namo Tassa Bhagavato Arahato Samma Sambuddhasa Namo Tassa Bhagavato Arahato Samma Sambuddhasa Evam me sutam ekam samayam bhagava Savatiyang viharati jetavane anathapindikasa arame Atako bhagava pumbana samayang niwasetva Patati varamadaya savating pindaya pavisi Atako sambahula bhikkhu yenayasma anando Tenu pasankaming su pasankamitva Ayasmantang anandang etaravochung Chirasuta no avuso ananda bhagavato sammukadamikata Sajumayang avuso ananda lambayama bhagavato Samukadamingatang savanayati Tenahayasmanto yena ramakasa brahmanasa Asamote nupasankamata apeva namalambeyata Bhagavato samukadamingatang savanayati Eva mavuso tiko te bhikkhu ayasmato anandasa pachaso sun Atako bhagavasavati ang pindaya charitva Pachabhattang pindapati 
patapati kanto ayas mantang anandang amantesi ayamananda yena pumbara mo migara matupasado tenu pasang kami sama diwariharayati Ewan bandeti ko ayas manando bagawato pachansusi atako bagawa ayas mata anande na sandingi na pumparamo migaramatul pasado tino pasang kami diwa wiharaya Atako bagawa sayan hasamayam pakisalana purpito ayas mantang anandang amantesi ayamanayo yena bumbakakortita kotako tenu pasang kami sama katani parisin chindundi Ewan bandetiko ayasma anandlo bagawato patjasusi atako bagawa ayasma tanandi na sadingi yena pumba kota kote na pasang kami katani parisinchitung pumba kota kikatani parisinchitwa patjutaritwa Eka jivaro arta sikatani pumba payamano Atako ayasmanando bagawantang italawocha Ayam bante ramakasa brahmanasa asamo avidure Ramaniyo bante ramakasa brahmanasa asamo Pasadiko bante ramakasa brahmanasasamo Sadu bante bagawaye na ramakasa brahmanasasamo Tenu pasang kamatu pasang anukampang upadayati Adiwase si bagawatun himawena Atako bagawaye na ramakasa brahmanasa asamo tenu pasang kami Tenako panasamaye na sambabula bikku ramakasa brahmanasa Asame damiya kataya sanisina honti Atako bagawa bajitwara kotake atasi Katapalyo sanang agamayamano Atako bagawa katapalyo sanang winitwa o kasitwa Agalang makotesi Wiwaring sukote biku agawato dwarang Atako bagawa ramakasa brahmanasa asamang pawisitwa Panyate asane nisidi Nisadjako bagawabiku amantesi Kayanurtabikawehe tarahikataya sannisina Kachapanabuantara katawipakatati 
Sandipatitanang <laughs> Atana biadi bhamo samano biadi dhammam yeva pariyesati Atana maranadhammo samano maranadhammam yeva pariyesati Atana sokadhammo samano sokadhammam yeva pariyesati Atana sankile sadamo samano sankile sadamang yeva pariyesati Kinchabikawe jati damang valeta Putabariyang bikawe jati damang dasidasang jati damang Ajelakanga jati damang kukatasukarang jati damang Atigawasavalawang jati dhammang Jataruparajatang jati dhammang Jati dhammahete bhikkave upadayo Etayang gatito muchito arjabhano Atana jati dhammo samano jati dhammam Kinchabikave jaradamang vadeta Puttabariyang bikave jaradamang Dasidasang jaradamang Adelakang jaradamang Kukkurtasukharang jaradamang Hattigavasavalavang jaradamang Jataruparajatang jaradamang jaradamahite bhikkave upadayo Etayang gatito muchito ajapano Atana jaradamo samano jaradamam yeva pariyesati Inchabhikkave bhyadidamam yeva padite Puttabariyam bhikkave bhyadidhammam dasidhasang bhyadidhammam Ajelakam bhyadidhammam kukkutasukaram bhyadidhammam Atikavasavalavam bhyadava bhyadidhammam bhyadidhamma hete bhikkave upadayo 
Etayangatito muchito ajapano atanabyad. Vyadidamo samano vyadidamangyeva pariyesati. Kinchabikave maradamamadideta. Uttabariyam bikave maradamangdasidasang maradamang. Ajelakang maranadamang kukutasukarang maranadamang Atigawasawarawang maranadamang Maranadamahite bikkawe upadayo Etayang gatito muchito anjapano Atana maranadamo samano maranadamang yewa pariyesati Kinchabikave so kadamang vadeta puttabariyang bikave so kadamang dasidasang so kadamang ajelakang so kadamang kukutasukarang so kadamang hatigawasa walawang so kadamang so kadamahite bikave upadayo Etayang gatito muchito ajapano Atana so kadamo samano so kadamang yeva pariyesati Kinchabikave sangkile sadamang vadeta Putabariyang bikave sangkile sadamang dasidasang sangkile sadamang Ajelakang sangkile sa damang, kukutasukarang sangkile sa damang, hatigawa sa walawang sangkile sa damang, jataru paranjatang sangkile sa damang, sangkile sa damahite bikawe upadayo, etayang gatito mochito ajapano atana, Sangkile sa damo sa mano, sangkile sa damang yewa pariyesati. Ayang bikawe anariya pariyesana. Katamacha bikawe ariya pariyesana, ina bikawe ikacho atana. Jati damo sa mano, jati dami ayinawang widiriwa. Ajatang anuttarang yoga kemang nibanang pariyesati. Atana jaradamo samano jaradami adinawang vinikwa. Ajarang anuttarang yoga kemang nibanang pariyesati. Atana bhyadidamo samano bhyadidami adinawang vinikwa. Abhyadeng nuttarang yoga kemang ninyavanang pariyesati. Atana maranadamo samano maranadami alinawang vidikwa. Amatang nuttarang yoga kemang ninyavanang pariyesati. Atana sokadamo samano sokadami alinawang vidikwa. Asokang anuttarang yoga kemang nibanang pariyesati. Atana sangkile sa damo samano sangkile sa dami adinawang viditwa. 
Then he's going to launch into the whole thing about uh, the story of his enlightenment. So we don't want to get into that. We'll get too far ahead of ourselves. All right. So now we'll get into the reading. You can do the reading. I'll do the explaining. Thus have I heard. On one occasion, the Blessed One was living at Sawati in Jeta's Grove, Anatapindika's Park. Let's see. Yeah, um, if you notice, the Pali called this the Basarasi Sutta, the heap of snares, which we'll get into. We won't get into today what the heap of snares is. Um, but yeah, so it's, there's two titles to the Sutta, the Basarasi Sutta or the Aryapariya Sutta. Then when it was morning, the Blessed One dressed and taking his bowl and outer robe, went into, went into Sawati for alms. Then a number of bhikkhus went to the venerable Ananda and said to, us, said to him, Friend Ananda, it is, it is long since we heard a talk in the Dhamma from the Blessed One's own lips. It would be good if we could get to hear such a talk, Friend Ananda. Then let the venerable ones go to the Brahmin Rambaka's hermitage. Perhaps you will get to hear a talk in the Dhamma from the Blessed One's own lips. Yes, friend, they replied. So Ananda was the person, the, the Buddha's steward. He would look after the Buddha's attendant. He would look after the Buddha, and he was kind of like a secretary. If you wanted to talk to the Buddha, you had to get through Ananda. And Ananda was very good at arranging things. So it's going to sound like he's kind of manipulating the Buddha into going to this place, but he's just actually thinking of the best place for the Buddha to receive these guys in, in, a, way, in a way that it would be comfortable, comfortable for him to do so. So uh, using his... Uh, wisdom. We had great wisdom in in a, in a worldly sense as well, in the sense of being knowing what was appropriate, and the Buddha praised him for his uh, great wisdom in in organizing things. And so here he is organizing a talk for these guys. Anyway, yeah. can we turn off? Hmm? Can we turn off the light bulbs? Sure. Makes it easier. Then when the Blessed One had wandered for alms in Sawati and had returned from his alms round, after his meal he addressed the venerable Ananda, Ananda, let us go to the eastern park, to the place of Migara's mother, where the day is abiding. Yes, venerable sir, the venerable Ananda replied. Then the Blessed One went with the venerable Ananda to the eastern park, the palace of Migara's mother, for the day is abiding. Hmm. Sorry, just uh, technical issues. Pubaram, um, I believe. Pubaram is the um, monastery of. Uh, Visaka, Visaka, who was called Migara's mother. So I think this is not really re relevant to the sutta, but just to give you a background of the places he's talking about, Migara was um, Visaka's stepfather, and 
he was um, he was a, a kind of anti-Buddhist. He he worshipped the or he respected the naked ascetics, and uh, Wisaka was a Buddhist. She was a Sotapanna. And when she went to live with him, she had a hard time with it. And there's a whole story, the story of Wisaka. We've talked about that in the uh, Dhammapada stories. But uh, in the end, she, she managed to get him to listen to the Buddhist teaching. And he was converted. And I think he became a Sotapanna. And as a result, he said Wisaka should be considered his mother. Because she was the one who gave birth to his wisdom. And so from then on, she was known as Migara Mata, Migara, the mother of Migara. That's another name for her. But the the the, the um, this is the reference here is to Wisaka, who is the great lay disciple of the Buddha. So that's where they went. And then in the evening. Then when it was evening, the Blessed One rose from his meditation and addressed the Venerable Ananda. Ananda, let us go to the eastern bathing place to bathe. Yes, Venerable Sir, the Venerable Ananda replied. Then the Blessed One went with the Venerable Ananda to the eastern bathing, bathing place to bathe. When he was finished, he came up out of the water and stood in on one robe, drying his limbs. Stood in one robe, drying his limbs. Then the Venerable Ananda said to the Blessed One, Venerable Sir, the, Bra the Brahmin Ramaka's her hermitage is nearby. That hermitage is agreeable and delightful. Venerable Sir, it would be good if the Blessed One went there out of compassion. The Blessed One consented in silence. This is how the Blessed One, how the Buddha consented to uh, people's requests. If there was a problem, he would let them know. Otherwise, he would generally just tuni bawang, which means uh, consented. And he, he just stayed silent, and they knew as a result that he was uh, he was okay with it. So Ananda is making clear that he's not he's not making use of the Buddha because it is agreeable and delightful. It's a nice place to go, and it would be an appropriate place to. And we don't know who Ramaka is. Probably the commentary tells us, but it doesn't really matter. That's where the Buddha uh, or Ananda suggests for the Buddha to go. Uh, he doesn't mention that uh, there's a bunch of monks there waiting. So it does sound a little bit manipulative, but it's it seems more likely that he doesn't want to bo bother the Blessed One with it, uh, and he knows that. The Blessed One will be happy to receive monks anyway, and it doesn't really matter that he's set up this appointment. Certainly the Buddha would not be bothered by it, we can assume. Then the Blessed One went to the Brahmin, Ramaka's hermitage. Now on that occasion, a number of bhikkhus were sitting together in the hermitage discussing the Dhamma. The Blessed One stood outside the door waiting for their discussion to end. When he knew that, that it was over, he coughed and knocked, and the bhikkhus opened the door for him. The Blessed One entered, sat down on a seat made ready, and addressed the bhikkhus thus, Bhikkhus, for what discussion are you sitting together here now? And what was your discussion that was interrupted? This is, standard, um, stand, this is a standard question the Buddha asks. He's often, being, uh, he's often coming upon the monks and asking them what they were talking about. It's, it's a... It's generally a uh, means of of uh, broaching a subject or um, segueing or, or or prefacing his talk. He's able to uh, 
allow the monks to to to, to let them know what they, what's on their minds and and as a means to broach the subject. So whatever they were talking about, he would you know ask them what what were you talking about, and if it was a problem, he would uh, explain it, and if it was uh, some so sometimes he would give a, a past life story. You know, they'd say it's amazing that Angulimala was able to become enlightened, even though he had killed 999 people. And would come in and say, "What were you talking about?" And they would say, "Oh, we were talking about Angulimala." Da da da. And then he would tell the story of Angulimala, why he was able to to do that. A lot of the Jataka stories start this way. It's a very a lot of the suttas start this way, sort of, where the Buddha uses it as a as a excuse or as a reason or as a, a starting point for his teaching. So what were they talking about? Venerable Sir, a discussion on the Dhamma that was interrupted was about the Blessed One himself, and the Blessed One arrived. Good bhikkhus, it is fitting for you clansmen who have gone forth out of faith from the home life and the homelessness to sit together, together and discuss the Dhamma. When you gather together, bhikkhus, you should do either of two things, hold discussion in the Dhamma or maintain noble silence. Right, so we're assuming here that the Blessed One is included, talking about the Blessed One is included in the discussion of the Dhamma, let's see. Uh, right, the second jhana is considered to be noble silence. Um, we can maybe go a little bit more general than that, but the point is when you gather you should, you should this is a bold statement and it's a common one that you hear. The Buddha says this several times in the suttas, and it's an important uh, teaching for us. To remember that we should not gather together for social purposes, for entertainment or idle chatter, or just to keep busy. We should do one of two things, hold discussion of the Dhamma or maintain noble silence. So we can gather together to meditate together or to discuss the Dhamma. We should not be discussing politics or, or uh, uh, gossip. Well, worldly things. And then he doesn't take them up on the whole blessed one thing. They were they were they were talking about the Buddha. Not sure exactly what they were talking about. I guess that it, it was how long they had it had been since they'd had a teaching from him. And so they're talking about that and how excited they are to see the blessed one and hear hear his teaching again. And so he just launches into his teaching. Bhikkhus are these two kinds of search, the noble search and the ignoble search. And what is the ignoble search? Here someone, being himself subject to birth, seeks what is, what is also subject to birth. Being himself subject to aging, he seeks what is also subject to aging. Being himself subject to sickness, he seeks what is also subject to sickness. Being himself subject to death, he seeks what is also subject to death. Being subject to, himself being subject to sorrow, he seeks what is also subject to sorrow. Being himself subject to defilement, he seeks what is also subject to defilement. Um, of the nature, subject to is maybe a little bit uh, of a loose translation. It's fine, but just to get a flavor of what is being said, the word is dhamma. Uh, it is, what is it? Soka dhammang, for example. So the nature, it's more of the nature to age, right? of the nature to be born, of the nature to age, or um, 
the 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 um the idea is that it has to do with has to do with birth has to do with jurisdictions and does because the point here is that it's ignoble if your if your if your problem is birth right that when you seek those things having to do with birth it's not going to help you be f become free from birth and the and the point here is rebirth being born again and again and again having to be reborn as a, in in samsara again when we die, to, to have to come back and do it all over again. Forget everything we learned in the past life and have to come back. Maybe this time as a toad, or a worm, or a ghost, or in hell. Or who knows. Maybe as a lame or a cripple, maybe sick, who knows. Up and down we'll go. Um, us, ourselves being of the nature to age, we seek out those things having to do with aging. Right, those things that are involved with aging, those things that age themselves, it's just not likely, like, not likely that those things are going to help us become free from aging. So when we get sick and when we get old and crippled and bent and with aches and pains and broken teeth and uh, faded eye, faded seeing and hearing, weakened senses, if we chase after things that are also subject to aging. It's not likely going to help us become free from that. And in fact, as we'll see, when we talk about the things that are subject to, to birth, aging, sickness, and death, and then sorrow, and defilement, we'll see that in fact, when you think about it, these things are a cause for quicker, quicker aging, more sickness, quick, uh, quicker death, and so on, more sorrow and more defilement. And then rebirth, when we when we cling to them, when we seek them out, these are the things that are that should not be chased after. So noble search we'll learn about later. First, let's learn about what are the noble search. What does it mean by subject to birth, jati And what what may be said to be subject to birth? Wife and children are subject to birth. Men and women, slaves, goats and sheep, fowl and pigs, elephants, cattle. Cattle, horses, and mares, gold and silver, are subject to birth. These acquisitions are subject to birth, and one who is tied to these things, infatuated with them, and utterly committed to them, being himself subject to birth, seeks what is also subject to birth. Obundi is a difficult word. Let's not go into it. Um, right, so these are the things that, that are born themselves and have to do with birth are involved in that part of the universe or that part of existence that is reborn or is born. So on a simple level you could just say well of course wife is born, women and children are born, of course husbands as well, um, slaves are born, goats and sheep and so on. Gold and silver are subject to birth means they come into being. Right? All of these things are subject to birth, are involved with birth and one who is tied to these things Seeks what is also not utterly committed to them. Um, more importantly, will will become born again. When you're tied and tied to them, infatuated with them, utterly committed to them. What he's not saying the sub the subtext here is that you're going to be reborn again. You're tied to rebirth. When you get caught up with 
these things, then they infect your mind, and they invade your mind. When you're thinking about something that is subject to birth, something that has to be, that is impermanent, really. The same with aging, sickness, and death, that uh, you're engaging in this cycle. You're, you're, you're feeding this uh, temporary uh, addiction or this uh, constant and unending addiction cycle with things that are subject to death, that, 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 that have to fade away and that you have to lose, that you have to leave behind. So in your mind you're cultivating this sense of temporary relief, temporary pleasure that causes you to, to be born. You're perpetuating the cycle. So, meaning that the, the, the mind gets used to this, mind gets accustomed to this, and it starts living in the future, it starts living in a cyclical, sort of expecting the future, waiting for the future, hoping for the future kind of way. And so the subtext is that you get you get stuck on the, the seeking out what is subject to birth, what is subject to aging, what is subject to sickness, what is subject to death. You get stuck on the wheel. You get stuck on the wheel of samsara by chasing after the wheel of samsara, the things that are subject to the wheel of samsara. Now, uh, gold and silver are excluded from that which is subject to sickness, um, but they are... Um, they're not also they're not subject to sorrow or sickness, but they are subject to defilement. Right? Gold and silver are subject to defilement because they can be tarnished, I guess, or defiled by other minerals, other metals. So this is our our meditation is to give up the infatuation with these things, to not. Uh, discard them and deny them only, but to learn about them, to study them, to study our attachment to these things. Because when you attach to these things, they lead to sorrow. Right? Because of the ephemeral nature of the attachment of the of the objects, because they're subject to birth, old age, sickness, and death. Wife and children will lead to sorrow. Men and women slaves will lead to sorrow. Goats and sheep, fowls, pigs, all of these things will lead to sorrow. Any any possession, anything that is subject to birth, you know, ideas, etc., etc., all things in the world, that when we cling to them, we're seeking out that which is ignoble because it's seeking out the wheel. Right? So, quite simple. Okay, and the last paragraph. And what is the noble search? Here's someone being himself subject to birth, birth, having understood the danger in what is subject to birth, seeks the unborn supreme security from bondage, Nibbana, being himself subject to aging, um, to sickness, to death, to sorrow, to defilement. He seeks the undefiled supreme security from the bondage, Nibbana. This is a noble search. Uh, kind of abbreviated there. So nibbana is that which is not that which is unborn, that which is unaging, that which is unailing, never doesn't get sick, that which is deathless, that which is sorrowless, and that which is undefiled. 
supreme security from bondage. So bondage here is to the wheel of samsara, the wheel of old age, sickness, and death, freedom from the defilements and the suffering that come from samsara, which is nibbana. So he's going to discuss next, we'll talk about it tomorrow, uh, the search for enlightenment to, to give you some idea of this quest, to, to give a, a real background, right? So he's going to talk about his enlightenment and how he went to find find teachers. Um, but that's the noble search. And so this is the state of, of existence according to Buddhism. These questions that we have, what should I do with my life? What is my role in life? What is my What should my path in life be? The Buddha lays it out here. There are two paths you can choose. One is the ignoble path that leaves you bound and tied up with birth, old age, suffering, and death because you chase after things that are born old, sick, and die, things that can never be uh, unborn, can never be, you know, can never be permanent, can never be stable, can never be free from these things. And so you, you get caught. I mean, or you can uh, take the other option, which is the noble search. The search where you seek out that which is free from these things. And so that's the, the stress here. He's, he's trying to stress that the important uh, aspects of the path are, or of the goal, the thing that we seek out are, are that it should be free from these things, free from birth, free from old age, free from sickness, free from death, free from sorrow, and free from defilement. And it's a good um, set of criteria to look for in the path. That uh, that which we look for should be free from these things, and that's sort of framing his own search for enlightenment in those terms. That um, this is what he thought to himself. That <coughs> right, sought out what were subject to birth, etc. He sought out these things, uh, even though he was subject to them. And then he realized that that was wrong, and decided to take the path to being free from them. So, is there a sutta study? We're trying, trying to, hopefully it's uh, not too unprofessional, but anyway, this is our evening um, session, so thank you all for tuning in, and I uh, hope it's somehow been interesting and that you will continue watching these videos. Tomorrow we'll continue with the Arya Pariyasana Sutta, so uh, wishing you all peace, happiness, and freedom from suffering, and hope to see you again.